So here we are, Revenue. I, I'm looking forward to this interview because as I wrote on the card before I got here, Lane, entrepreneur, trailblazer, Lane Talent Incorporated from Canada. I thought this is going to be intriguing because a one name, a one namer. Lane. Yes. Welcome. Oh, but the, the other thing too, it says the auctionista. And I went, this is just getting more intriguing by the moment. Okay, so because maybe not everybody knows what you're doing, you've been doing this for a long time, right? How long? Yeah, been in the gig about 14 years now. And I was a late bloomer, Bryn, late okay. bloomer. I started doing this when I was 46, so do the math. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm at a certain vintage as well, so <laughs> we don't have to go down that road. Okay, let's, let's get, explain everything. Like, how did you get steered in this direction? Oh, that's a huge story in itself. I just okay. completely fell into it. We're here all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I, I could do a masterclass and full day discussion on how I became the auctionista, but I simply fell into it. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in my keynote speak, you know. Uh, bidding to be the best is all about how I, you know, broke that male stereotype of, uh, in, of auctioneering. Yeah. And, you know, and also as a non-binary person, what that meant as well going into that space and also navigating the event space as a non-binary person in a seemingly binary world right um that has been a journey in, unto itself but uh yeah it's uh, been 14 blissful years um i'm a fundraising auctioneer i'm a professional show host and speaker right and my passion is raising money for charities uh, which I, I feel so passionately about because I know that that makes our community stronger. I know, Bryn, that that changes lives. I see it yeah. with the charities that I work with, and it's astounding. You know, um, as a non-binary individual who's very much involved with the LGBTQ2 plus uh, community, you know, I see folks on the margins all the time right you know vulnerable folks and you know folks living on the fray and on the outside and i mean that can apply to all many different kinds of individuals as well but when we can support those folks and those of us who can can do something my goodness we can help propel somebody's life from where you started to here wow i mean things have changed so dramatically how do you feel about that time space? And then we've also had to go through the pandemic. We'll get to that in a second or so, but a lot's happened here since you've been doing this. It's amazing, is it not? Yeah, well, it has been because, you know, when I started Bryn, um, I had no, uh, there was no baseline. There was nobody right. doing what I was doing. I mean, every every charity auction that I was trying to get involved with said, hey, Lane, don't worry. You know what? No, 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 we're good. Our, our, we have an auctioneer and we get them for free. Or the board chair does the auction. And, you know, I went to auction school. I developed my craft. Right. I was a former financial advisor, so I'm a numbers kid. 
from way back when. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm all about uh, uh, revenue and how we're going to get there and building retirement plans, which is the same thing as building revenue uh, for a charity. But uh, yeah, I mean, my auctioneering career has um, gone from one event that I did for free <laughs> in my yeah. in year one to now, uh, I think, all told at this stage, over 1,200 events, um, millions raised, and I'm, I couldn't be more proud. See, you use the term, and I love it, career. Sometimes people think, oh, that's just, we can get Uncle Harry to do that, or we can get, you know, so-and-so, like you said, that maybe the, you know, whoever ran the business might come out from the office and do that kind of stuff, but, but this, is, there, this is a job. Well, exactly, Bryn. And I, and I say to people, does your plumber cut your hair? No. No. So, you, you know, Uncle Harry should not be running a live <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but, you know, whatever. But you, but, but you know what I'm saying? Uncle yeah. Harry, should, we, need, we Correct. need professionals that know what they're doing uh, to do the job. And at a charity gala, uh, it's all about the revenue raising. So your live auction, your donation ask, these minutes raise the most amount of money <laughs> um, at that event and they're critical i was at an event not long ago uh, well actually i come to think of it because of the pandemic it was a long time ago it seems like that where somebody felt that the auction was a throw-in and i went this one it's not a throw-in this is where this is where it's all this is where the, the you know this is where it happens now the one thing i, I saw a philanthro Tainer. Yeah, baby. Another word I loved uh, when I was lo looking at, at your bio here, a, a philanthrotainer. Break that one down for me. So the further I got into my career and I developed my craft and my style, right. the more I realized that I cannot be, uh, you know, tagged as an auctioneer. Sure. Right. In essence, Bryn, I am selling the live auction. Right. Um. But in essence, for who I am, my style and my purpose on stage is I combine philanthropy and entertainment. Uh, so I combine and, and, and mash those two things up um, to bring the best possible experience for the donor, uh, the best possible results for the charity, and for me to have the best possible time on stage. Got to have some fun up there. Now, here's the other thing, though. you got to... I'd wanted to be a broadcaster since I was a kid. So, you know, for me, I was kind of going down a path. But I'm always fascinated to find out what was what was the click moment, the click moment that made you want to become a philanthropainer. Like, I mean, you've got to think about that stuff. Right, right. Well, like I said, I totally fell into it. And as I'm going to share in my keynote tomorrow, uh, I went to my very first charity gala dinner. Okay. 14 years ago 15 years ago right i was 45 years old i had never been to one and i don't know it just you know i i'm a, a kid of european immigrants and you know it just i don't know my life didn't go down that road i was never exposed to that but a friend of mine was the executive director of a women's shelter okay and said lane and my spouse sue come on to our dinner gala auction i thought great okay I don't know what this is going to be. Right. I walked in. I saw all this merchandise on the tables, and and we sat and had our dinner. And then it happened. Um, he strutted. 
and, and came up to the podium and it was the auctioneer. And of course, I will be, I must say honestly, I didn't know at the time that he would probably likely have been a livestock auctioneer. I wouldn't have known that. But I was, I was an audience member. I was somebody sitting there and I felt completely jarred. I was, I, I, I felt a little scared at times. He was quite aggressive and he was pumping through the bicycles, the TVs, the art, the, the Afghans, the this, 120 items. Whoa. Two hours. Oh, wow. He was completely annihilated at the end of this. And I felt completely, like I said, jarred and taken aback. And I thought, there has got to be a better way. That did not feel warm and fuzzy. That did not feel inspiring. So I turned to my wife and I said, Sue, I'm telling you, I can do that. I can do that. And I walked up to him. And here was the moment. I said, I said, how do I learn to do what you just did? He looked me up and down and he said, hey, little Missy, this is a generational job. And those eight words, Bryn, changed the course of my life. Nothing like having people feed the fire. Well, there is so much built into those eight words along with gender discrimination, demeaning. Um, there, there is a lot that's yeah. built into those eight words. Um, but for me, that sparked a fire. And I thought, okay, I'm going to check this out and figure it out. And I, six months later, I went to auction school. And here we are. And here we are. So now tell me over the last three years where things have changed so dramatically with the, the pandemic, how much has it changed for you? Well, it did significantly change. I mean, like all of us in the event business, um, everything went dark. We didn't know how to proceed. Right. We basically had to, I know, I, I mean, we used the word pivot, but we had to basically rebuild, revision, and reimagine what online fundraising could and would look like. Right. So I was very fortunate uh, to get involved right on, you know, very soon after the pandemic hit. Um, it, by May, I was doing my first virtual auction with a, with a charity in New York. They, they were broadcasting from New York. I was, you know, in, in Hamilton at home. And, uh, you know, we created a space where people felt welcomed, excited to still donate to their cherished charities. And we raised a lot of money. So from there, it just catapulted, uh, you know, my career on the virtual side of things expanded hugely um, I learned so much during that time about AV and tech oh yeah created new fundraising strategies and how to raise money differently and, uh, I, and I also realized I love being behind the camera I love it you know so it was a very natural place for me to be it didn't matter that I was looking into deep space nine down a hole yeah. of a camera I just really envisioned the donors being there and I'm talking to three and 500 people and I'm feeling them. And it, it, it sounds crazy, but I did. So we're getting back at things here and talking to various people who've already been speaking. They say they're getting that charge back. They're getting that energy, that life, that, uh, that, that currency, I guess, is surging through their body. You feel that same way? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing um, more visceral than human connection. 
right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there is nothing to compare that to. There is nothing that takes the place of that. When humans connect heart to heart, that's when the magic happens. That's when the benevolence happens. That's where the, 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 the relationship building happens. And, you know, that, that, that's what we all want as human beings, right? I know that there's a source of pride in what you do because, you know, when you go and you work with various organizations, you're helping them generate funds. Do you keep a tally? Do you know how much you've been able to contribute and help? organizations through your career yes yes i do i do will you give me the number sure i will okay. and i'm also going to say yes that i um i work with all kinds of organizations i work with small medium large national okay and that's really important to me because i think that um every organization should have the opportunity to have the best fundraising possible so I think that we're in around that 25 to 30 million mark. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's impressive. It feels good, Bryn. It feels, I'm, I'm really proud. I, to me, I think about all the folks that have been helped. So how do you set the bar higher as we move ahead? Like here at Go West uh, 23, everybody's excited about what's next, what's next. So I guess the question is, what's next? Well, what's next for Lane is, um, you know, continuing to do the fundraising auctioneering. I mean, I love that. Right. Um, it's just part of who I am. I can't ever imagine myself not doing that. Maybe at 75, I might pull back a little bit. But, uh, you know, continuing to build my uh, uh, speaking and uh, sharing my more my personal story, Bryn. I think uh, after all these years, people have really seen the professional side of Lane. And so now I'm going down a different road and opening up a little bit more about my personal stir story, gotcha. about my personal journey and some of the, um, you know, some of the hurdles. Because I think, you know, we, we all, life is not easy for either any of us, right? So we, uh, it's, very important to share stories because if you see it and you hear it then you know that you are being heard as well right uh thanks for your time today how can people get a hold of you lane at auctionista.ca that's pretty easy you know i i uh i feel embarrassed because i i should have shined my shoes because they're just not gonna your shoes are, are those are great shoes. Well, by thank the way. you. They're a little patent leather situation. Yeah, so. exactly. Not so great for I, the Edmonton cold. Uh, no, but a little crackety crack. But I got to. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a yeah. shoe mitt or something. You and can work, work on that. Uh, yes, I'm really. I, I think it's totally. Doable. I'm upset. Hey, thanks for your time. <laughs> Pleasure. Fantastic stuff. Thank you. All right.